Hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. A day wouldn't go by when I don't receive a message, a letter, an email, a note from someone sharing with them how they have come back to faith or how their life has been affected by discovering who God is in their life. They found us through an email, they found us on social media, they found us on television, and many write to say just how much it has impacted their life. And I am so abundantly grateful that the Holy Spirit would work in people's lives in that way. But the truth is, is that the way that has occurred is because of so many of you who make it possible for people to discover who Jesus is. Your financial support of the ministry and helping, helping me to stand right here and our whole team to be around this, to be able to get it out to people around the world, is what makes it possible. Uh, our Faith Builder partners are the people that are, are, who contribute on a regular basis to make this possible. They went into our website, they set up a way to give consistently, and that's what transforms people's lives. I could be doing this all day and night, but if no one ever heard about it, uh, it wouldn't matter. But it's you who make this possible. And there are so many people who have come back to faith. And when you come back to faith, it affects your marriage. It affects your relationships. It affects your life recovering from mistakes in our lives. It affects our life in terms of pursuing dreams and hopes in our lives. And we live in a very complicated world today. And if ever the world was in need of the gospel, it is today. And I want to say thank you to all of you who financially contribute, whether as a faith builder partner or just a faith builder, someone who gives from time to time. And can I ask you if you would help me continue to do this? It's vitally important. To those who give much, thank you. To those who give little, thank you. I know it's all about equal sacrifice, not necessarily equal amount or gift. So to thank you. Can you go to this address on the screen? Or would you go to uh, the Give tab and would you contribute financially? And at the end of this, I will pray today. Well, we are in this series called Knowing Jesus. And Jesus was someone that was introduced to me when I was much younger. And uh, priests used to say to me on a regular basis, you can have a personal relationship with Jesus. And it has been a lifetime of getting to know who Jesus is. I want to read to you a passage of scripture today that's... A story that many of us could have experienced in part, and it has, it's quite a remarkable story. One day Jesus, with his parents, go on a trip uh, to celebrate the festival of Passover, and Jesus gets lost or separated from his parents. In verse 41 now every, of Luke chapter 2. Now every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual to, for the festival. And when the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents didn't know it. Assuming that he was in a group of travelers, they went a day's journey. And then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. And after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? 
Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he said to them. And then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. And his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. It's a fabulous story. There's heaps happening in this story. Here they are. They go up to the festival to, ce to celebrate the Passover, a great feast day in the life of, of the Jewish people. And here they are. They go up to do this. And then on their return home, Jesus gets separated from his parents. Now, his mum and dad just thought, well, he, we're in this caravan of people, travelling group of people. He's probably off with friends. And, and, and it reminded me of times when Rosemary and I have been away and we've gone to holiday places and it hasn't taken long for some of our children to find other children to play with. And before you know it, they're running around, they're playing and, and you just they keep, you keep saying to them, come back, let me know where you are, I want to know where you are and I want to know where you are. So you've got, you're, you're aware of where they are, but they're off playing pretty quickly. And Mary and Joseph probably just thought, well, Jesus is off you know, with his friends and he's in, the, he's in the caravan, we're going home and he's there. But at the end of the day, probably he didn't come home for dinner. And all of a sudden his mum and dad begin to think, where is he? And they go searching for him, but they can't find him. And then they get concerned. And so they head back to Jerusalem and they're searching for him. And in th after three days, and imagine as a parent, if you lost your child, and it was the third day how you would be feeling. They find him in the temple, sitting among the teachers and listening to them. And what does it say in verse 46, a voice 47? And, and all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Look at this. It says, when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And I've often reflected, what, what probably does that mean? It, it, you know, you can be in a huge panic yourself, and yet your child is just there happily playing or happily doing something else. And here's mum and dad panicked that their child isn't there. But the child is oblivious to their concern. And verse 47, and all who heard his answers, uh, uh, all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, listen to this, child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. I love that phrase in great, great anxiety. It's probably the Bible way of saying we have been really upset. <laughs> We've been really worried. We've been really, you know, panicked about you. Why have you do this? And what does he say to his mum? It's, it's, it's almost there's a sense of uh, brushing his mother aside. Uh, and he says, why were you searching for me? You know, why were you searching for me? In other words, don't you know who I am? Don't you know what I'm doing? Uh, do you not know? He goes on and says, he said, why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? Now, scholars tell us that that phrase, did you not know that I must be in my father's house, is what he's immediately establishing is his authority. For the first time, this is the first time in Luke's gospel, Jesus speaks. And what he's saying is, I must be in my father's house. This is why I've come. He's establishing his identity. And you can imagine his parents looking at him, his parents not having as full of understanding 
of who he was as he had, listening to that, um, did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And what does it say? But they didn't understand what he said to them. They didn't understand. Um, see, here's Jesus. And what Jesus is saying is, is that I'm not here just in the temple by accident. I'm not here on earth by fate. Now, the ancients used to think that fate, fate was uh, what determined our, our destiny. But Jesus is not. He's establishing his authority. He's saying, I'm here because this is the Father's will for me. Jesus is establishing his identity and he's saying, I'm not here by accident. And, and you can imagine his mother and father listening to this. And, it, and it, what does it say? It says, but they did not understand what he said to them. This is my point today. What I've learned about following Jesus in my life is that there are times we don't understand Jesus's way, what Jesus asks of us, why we are called to live in the way we are. But it's in the midst of that place that we need to surrender our heart and say, Jesus, if this is what you're asking of me, if this is where you have placed me, I will follow after you. In other words, knowing Jesus doesn't mean that we know everything about Jesus, but that we follow Jesus in our heart and we take the steps of faith to say, Jesus, you are first in my life. Because Mary and Joseph returned home. And what does it say? Jesus went home and he was obedient to them. And you can imagine through the years, they probably thought to themselves, who is this child that we have? Because not everything was understood by them and only became revealed over time. And so they looked after Jesus, loved Jesus, knew something about him, but the full understanding of him would be revealed over their journey and their walk with him. In the same way, we're called to walk with Jesus in that way. Uh, the academics say that to us, the saints say to us, they grew in their understanding of Jesus. So there was a point where they walked before they fully knew. That's what we're called to do. Loving God, we thank you today that you're with us. Lord God, I pray that we could walk after you. Lord, I thank you for every person who will contribute financially today and is contributing to help us share and reach another person so that people would come to the love of Jesus in their life. Be with us today in our prayer and in our thoughts. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God's never, ever far from you.